The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate... The return of... I have no idea how that happened. Thanks, true believers. No, Stanley. Thank you. Thanks for everything. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue number 80. This time we have, as has been promised for a long time, our Truth and Justice sessions from 2010, before there was a Monkeys Took My Jetpack podcast. We have Moondog as our illustrious game master, yours truly, Blind Geek, playing Firefox, Josh playing the Yankee, Pat playing Permafrost, and Nikki playing the Hellion. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack Issue 80, Snow Job. You now present a jetpack flashback. <laughs> Thank like, you. We can we can do that because that's I, I still have pony to say, forever. Tonight's we available. While, we can do while she's oh, in England. Stop it. There you go. Oh, oh, you guys are evil. Actually, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, they may be a little uh, annoyed with me in the other group because I think we're supposed to play next week, and I may not be able to. I forgot. I'm going on vacation. I will have my computer with me, but if the family wants to do something around gutter Skype's time, it's going to be kind of rude of me to be like, well, no, you know, I can't because I've got my game. Sorry. You'll all have to wait. Where are you going? Going to Southern California. Going to my parents' place for about Nice. I'll just fill in and run Truth and Justice for them. I'm going to take my wee netbook with me when I go down to help build a shelter for and then shear alpacas so that I can still game. Shear alpacas? You're going yeah. to a llama farm? <laughs> no, it's alpacas. You alpacas. You already told us you weren't going to be there. That's why. For, for what? End of May? No, I thought you weren't going to be able to play in this week's session as well. No, next week is still off unless, of course, the volcano keeps kicking everybody's butt. Right. No, no, no. End of May, I'm going to Virginia oh. uh, to build a little barnet and shear <laughs> alpacas because I know how to have a good time. <laughs> well, there you go. You are wild. <laughs> I am crazy. I'll probably have to go all the way into Charlottesville and sit in the damn Starbucks. But by God, <laughs> I have this horrible little netbook, and I'm going to use it. <laughs> on the gaming front, once again, does anyone at our virtual table have the game Sons of Liberty? Yes. Ooh, yes, I do. I do not. I do. I ask because I, I want to call the setting information, and if there's enough setting information to make it worth buying, I'm thinking of getting it so I can use another system because I think the system um, that it has sounds unnecessarily hippified. Yeah, the game system is playing rummy. 
why? Why is this necessary? It's interesting how he does it, and I haven't had a chance to play it to see how well it works, but it's neat how it works. That said, the setting information, yeah, probably just for the crazy write-ups of, yeah, the, uh, of, the, of the Founding Fathers. That's it's what like, I'm thinking, because that may be George salivate. Washington is clockwork power armor? Yeah, I mean, holy hell, how can you not salivate yeah. reading that shit? That's just awesome. And That's actually the game that inspired my Truth and Justice I, character, I, I actually. So. Actually, I thought of that as I was reading the email version. Yeah, badass Founding Fathers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you, know, you know what, I dare say, yeah, because they give you so many characters, and they are all so wonderfully gonzoed out. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that it's... And, and it's I was, yeah, I mean, and I was thinking it could convert easily <laughs> to either any, I mean, not just Quacks, but either Truth, or, Truth and Justice or any number of superhero-ish type <laughs> systems would work. Yeah. I'm learning as I game more and more that it's mostly for me about the setting because I can pretty much the way that the narrative is based around the cards uh, makes it totally. I mean, it's it, the game has no game master, although technically the guy playing the Tories could substitute for the game master, and, and it's done totally free form on the fly. No, no prep is how it's designed to do. Damn, hippified games, and you just don't understand. No, that's uh, using the uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the Wist code, the Wist. That's what it's called, the Wist code. To uh, create missions would probably still work, even though it's card based. It's easy enough to use another randomizer right, right. for that. Yeah, I, I, I can safely say that. Yeah, it's worth <laughs> buying to, to glean the setting stuff for. I just think it's funny because you had me at the first yeah, and you've said like four more times. You know what? Yeah. It, it, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> I'll just cool, shut up. Then. No, no, that's you know a good what? rating Actually, system. Yeah, how, many how many yes does, 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 does Josh get? It? Or how many? Is knows? it one yeah? <laughs> does it, does it, <laughs> four yes. We're there with bells on. Senzar is yeah. six nose. <laughs> okay, I'm going to quit giving you crap because it's your birthday and no one deserves no, it. No, that's all right. Birthday. Oh, kick his butt. He was being all snotty and younger than thou and everything. Go on. <laughs> well, you put it that way. Jump on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'd rather not. It's not that type of uh, atmosphere. <laughs> but uh, I fun. if Pat wants to do that, then by all means. Thanks. <laughs> it's Oh, and I forgot to put bells on. I said I'd be here with bells on, and I forgot. To... Oh, great! You just broke my mental image of you. Sorry. <laughs> the thing is, I'm fairly certain that Nikki's probably got some bells somewhere she could tie on. Oh my goodness, yes! <laughs> and as a matter of fact, ha, I went and I found Mustafa at the Cowtown Flea Market, and now I have not one but two fabulous, extra super whammy, jingly hip scarves. Oh, that's so, right. You're. I forgot you're taking that. Said that even yeah, buddy. Oh, I forgot so you were taking fun. the uh, belly dancing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad at it. But hey, I have got some wicked cool extra jingly hip scarves now. They're very fun. <laughs> I need so, to find makes all the difference. Play a big, a, furry, oh. big furry bear. And what? Call him Muf- <laughs> what? Mufasa. Or Mustafa. <laughs> Mustafa. No, Not no, Mufasa, was, that's the Lion King. So. very nice genteel gentleman with Mustafa. his stall full of belly dance accoutrements. <laughs> You have a belly dancing store out there? It's kind of Or he just sells belly, jelly, or belly dancing on the side. Cowtown is this place. It's like an indoor-outdoor flea markety thing. And they do rodeo stuff in the summer, too. Go figure. I don't know. So apparently Mustafa has a, a regular spot that he sets up in. And my teacher had told me about him. Actually, a couple of people have trundled out to him. And then we all go, oh, where's student of Maya's? And he's like, Maya! Who? Who knows if he remembers who Maya is or not? Oh, she's wonderful. So, <laughs> for you, you need this special, you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, I couldn't choose. I was easily swayed. So now I have the black with silver jingly bits and the uber girly pink with silver jingly bits. 
I'm not even a pink kind of a gal, but there you have it. It it just it happened. What can I say now? I've got this pink jingly thing. <laughs> you didn't need to know that. I'm sorry. It's the coldness of talking. I'm sorry. Delete by all means. Edit. Delete. Or if it would make you feel better, we can all talk about our pink jingly things. <laughs> oh, I'll give you a quarter if you don't. Oh, please. You're lost. All right. <laughs> no, no, not so much. <laughs> Hey, Nick, you're in New Jersey, right? Maybe. <laughs> and, and, Adam's in New Jersey too, right? Am I right on that? Yes, he is. Yes, we both are. Though How far we are we all from Morristown. Uh, which one? There is a I don't know. Morris Town with an I S. Yes. And there is a Moore's Town, which sounds like Morristown, but oh, well, oh. Morristown, like it was founded by the Nine Lives folks, yeah. Oh, uh, Morristown, Morristown, Morristown. And also, I where think the that Seeing that was... Eye School is located. Are you coming up to the steampunk thing? No, but there's Dexcon is there in uh, July, and I'm debating it. I know Ian, the guy who did Pythias Club, is going out there, and I think he went out last year, too, because they actually invited us. I'm debating. I don't know. Oh, I think you should. Adam is very close. I'm uh, probably hour and a half, two hours away, I think. Because Adam was talking on the forums that he had never been to a con. And I'm... Which just blows my mind, but there well, you I, have it. I told him that. He really should. Yeah, weenie that I am. I'm going to go to one before him. Oh, please. Yeah, I'm almost two hours away, but he's probably within a half hour. I'm like 10 hours away, so. You, know. you can do it. You can do it. Oh, it'd be so cool. Yeah, it depends on things going on in July. Yeah. I'm, I'm still on, trying to figure out a way to get to Origins. I'm planning on moving beginning of the summer. Are you really? I'm just probably going back. Like to down the block or? Like an hour <laughs> away. I'm planning on, going, planning on going into Toledo, I suppose, this small damn town I'm in now. Uh, fair enough. Is there a random powers table? Yes. Oh, fine. Talk about the game. It's <laughs> towards the back. 118. Thank you. Yes, 118. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing... You know, I can't oh, yeah. talk to you people right now. I'm supposed to be doing this you sheep know. thing. Terrible. Well, I haven't heard anything from Pat today. We need to know how he's doing. I miss you all. Fantastic. We miss you too, Well, sir. today was supposed to be a day off, but I made the mistake of going into the office this morning just to make sure everything that was supposed to happen did happen. Ah. Uh, and there are three designers, and the one came in and said that she wasn't sane. So rather than leave one designer there by himself, I stayed. So I worked today. Oh, never, ever, ever do that again. Actually, you know no, what? It's no, really no. cool to work on a day when everyone knows you're not supposed to be there. Oh, you have like all the moral authority in the whole wide world. <laughs> it's like suddenly, you're like, oh, you are the best person ever. Are you talking like Dante the entire time? As in the Inferno? <laughs> From Clerks? <laughs> oh, never saw that. Well, never mind. I, I'm sorry. I'm kind well, of he wasn't supposed to be there today. So. Pop culture retarded. I don't see a lot of anything. You still have me beat. <laughs> I'm a pop culture Luddite from hell. Oh, bless. So you were there the whole day, and then you came, you trundled on home, and mm -hmm. now you're joining us, and you're going to stay up all night, and you're going to have a cat nap, and you're going to go all back and do it long. all over again. Well, I feel bad. You are my hero. <laughs> Am I Don't feel bad. Just <laughs> throw out some random compliments there and keep them going. <laughs> Why do you feel bad, Chris? Because you have to stay up so late. 
Chris, are you going to tell us that you have another day or two off? No, no, I have to work tomorrow. Early, actually. I don't feel bad. He knew what he was getting into, and he signed on to play the game. Oh! oh. <laughs> Just, who has the universal mute? Right. I've got paint in my hair. Does that make any difference whatsoever to, like, the sympathy factor? It, it does. All right, thank well, you. Comment, how did you get paint in your hair first? I had to paint a stupid wicker... It's not stupid. I had to paint a wicker chair today, and then I had to uh, reupholster the bits that were artificially upholstered. And while I was painting it, I had to paint. It's got, you know, wicker chairs have bits and pieces sticking out all over the place. It's not a simple thing. And so I have short arms, right? So I'm trying to reach in underneath and paint under the seat. And yeah, so then I stuck my head right on one of the crossbars. And yeah, (laughs) I've got flat white paint all across the top of my Nice. Oh, it's very exciting. That's worth a, hero, her, worth a hero point right there. It doesn't go the right way. It could almost be a skunk racing stripe. I've been trying to, like, what? pry it off of there. <laughs> Sad and pathetic. I swear to God, I am the Peanuts character, Pigpen. I am the Pigpen of the prop shop. I could just, you could just stand me in the middle of the room, and I will suddenly be covered in, you know, schmutz and paint and grease. I won't even have to touch anything. So the fact that I had a paintbrush in my hand, I was pretty much doomed. I've got it on my arms. It's in my hair. It was on my clothes. I wore an apron. It missed the apron. It got on my jeans. I'm like, oh, yeah. it was pristine. <laughs> It's just really funny. Uh, it's my life. Anyway, <laughs> it'll come out eventually, I think. <laughs> At least I don't have to cut it out like when I had gum in my hair. Uh, <laughs> that was attractive. Anyway. <laughs> guess you could just shave your head. No, I thought about that. It would be easy to care for. That's but... what I do. No, I, mm, I keep it pretty short, though. I tried shaving my head, but the stubble came back. I was shaving my head twice a day just to keep the hair down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I do it once and then let it grow in and do it again. <sighs> I got hair to my waist. Yeah, That's but where does right. it start? This is really, really long. It's past it, your it, shoulders. It's all the way down. It's officially at your waist. It's smaller back to the waist, at least. I, I can't really wow, see. Doesn't that drive wow. you mad? I guess not. Really. Long hair people really know how to cope with it. Yeah. I can't cope with it more than like four or five inches long. I well, the one time I. I had it cut short several years ago, and by short, I still mean it was right to my collar, but I became obsessed with it, and it was just all moose and blow-dry and everything for about a year. Sarah Fawcett style? It's a monster. <laughs> no, not quite Sarah Fawcett style. I tried, to get that surf, quiet. I tried to get that surfer bounce. I'm looking bounce. through powers trying to figure out what I want to do. Oh, See, I keep can it nice. as we go. Like you're supposed to be God almighty. I'm so easily distracted. All right, I'm. I'm the I'm random power thing is is not helping me because every time I roll, it's something that in some form or another I've already picked. What powers <laughs> do you have right now? Well, then just pick one. I've got the cleansing fire, which is kind of her regeneration, and I'm going to use that. It's the phoenix stunt, right? And then I have the fiery fist of fury. <laughs> I just love that name. And um, invulnerability. For like a ranged attack, maybe, or... Well, I was thinking of using the stunt of the Fiery Fist of Fury to do blasts. Or you could just boost up one of your existent powers. Oh, that's true. If I added an average... If I have one average left and I add that... Oh, you heard it's an average? Yeah, so it's zero. Uh, I can't... It's off the math, then, yeah. I think you can put your other average to a plus two. Oh. I think... What would your pluses be, then? Uh, What was your initial build? Because it adds uh, out to... 
plus six. I've got two goods and one average, and I've got one average left. Three goods and one average. You can make three goods. Oh, then I could just make invulnerability good instead of average. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Or, you know, you know what I'll make good is my cleansing. Oh, it's already good. You could do one expert and one good. Uh, yeah, because good seems pretty wimpy for her fist of fiery fury. So I'm thinking maybe I'll make that expert and then I can have the invulnerability stay average because that's kind of fitting the concept. Or expert to give you better range. Yeah, well, I'm thinking it's a fist, so it's not a ranged attack unless I use that as a stunt. Like she hurls the uh, fire instead of activating it on her fist. I don't understand why it says roll two dice. Random roll inspiration. I'm looking oh, at the random roll see. inspiration. Which deserves it more, cleansing fire or fiery fist? Surly. Yeah, he's surly. Actually, I think I'm going to make the uh, cleansing fire expert. Because the way I've got her concept, I don't really expect her to be super... Um, which could suck based on what he has in mind for our adventure. But as the concept goes, she's not supposed to be super effective against, no pun intended for once, against super-powered enemies. But she's really hard to take down, or keep down when she's been taken down. So I think, yeah, I'm going to make her cleansing fire expert rather than good. And then we'll be doing okay. that. Hey, Josh, what's your motivation? To defeat tyranny. That's what I thought, but I wanted to make sure. I got Pat. Eric, what is your motivation? <laughs> Uh, my motivation is to finish creating this damn character before 7 o'clock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nikki, what's your motivation? No. <laughs> okay. Well, me being me, I kind of revamped what happened. Okay. Little. So my character's name is Robbie Sherman. I don't know if he had a name before. I was going with Frank nicely, but I think I like Robbie Sherman better. Okay. And he is, uh, by day, a sweet-tempered, mild-mannered pharmacy student. And he gained his power. See, I tried to write this in comic book style gained his powers in a lab accident while helping his mentor dr egbert brainlove and dr brainlove's home <laughs> lab robbie absent-mindedly picked up a frothy beaker and drained it instead of a <laughs> float he drank the super secret recipe he'd mixed for the doctor with sudden clarity he could see hear and understand what the doctor was doing on the other side of the room the interesting floor mosaic pulsed with power and in it was, was two tentacles what robbie had taken for the doctor's absent-minded mumbling was a rhythmic chant and suddenly two figures coalesced from the smoke cloud that appeared in the larger of the two pentacles and a hand a huge hand snaked across the space grabbed the doctor by the throat yanked him in the big pentacle and disappeared popped out of existence before he knew what he could do, it, he yelled, freeze! And the littler form did. It froze. And it was red and horned. And, well, by golly, it looked very demon-esque. And that's how he came into his powers. And and he can only get there by drinking this nasty formula thing that he does have the recipe for. He doesn't really know what the doctor intended it for for real. But he can whip that up and drain it. And then he can do his thing. <laughs> well, that's an awesome story. Now, back to this question, what's the motivation? Much to do with the damn game. <laughs> I'm just curious of what your motivation was. He wants the doctor back. He wants what? He wants to. He wants his mentor back. He wants Doctor Brainlove back. He wants to find him. Okay. And bring him back. Maybe. Thank you. And figure out what the hell that potion was supposed to be, really. Oh. And he thought that they were doing pharmacy stuff, not crazy alchemy demon summoning stuff. <laughs> but when he drinks the potion, he stops being nice. He gets 
thoroughly and pissy. But he does get a groovy utility belt full of vials and chemicals. And so stuff. he turns into Eric. No. Oh. Oh. Gentlemen, gentlemen. I'm sorry, it was there. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is see this virtual finger. <laughs> <laughs> so is that not a good enough motivation? Maybe no, maybe fine. the demon has to snag it's, the maid too. I don't. It's think. very generic. It'll be hard to play in. I mean, it's very specific. Oh, um... Not like uh, Josh's, defeat tyranny. And Firefox's is to fight for those who can't fight for themselves. Or protect those who can't protect themselves, that's better. From tyrants. Well, then you guys come up with one, I don't... I'm just saying, you know, you get, like, one die six hero points whenever you play to your motivation. Mm. And I'm not sure I've worked anything in that will play to that motivation of yours. Fair enough. But I like it. Well, it was very comic booky, wasn't it? I think you could publish it. Mm. You should just create a story. Then, no, I'm going to trash him completely and I'll go with the pizza delivery boy. <laughs> 30 minutes or less is your motivation? What's that? Sorry? I said 30 minutes or less will be your motivation. <laughs> or I'll save those hostages at 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this rescue is free. <laughs> And a coupon towards future rescue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank, nicely the pizza delivery boy. Seriously, you're changing everything. Yeah, I'll learn you. That'll teach you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, no, I don't have to. I have no idea. I have no idea what a good motivation would be. Please give me one. Well, ask your. I mean, why is he? I don't know. Crime? I, just I like the word hellion. That's the only reason I I started this crap. And now he does have a hobby of raising sea sponges. <laughs> he's Robbie, you know, as Robbie. And he's socially inept. Poor thing, he has his glasses held together with a butterfly. And he's constantly bathing. being mistaken for Bobby Sherman. <laughs> I wondered if he's on to that. Could be to prove his self-worth or something. That's kind of Pat. Well, the question, Nikki, is what moves the character to action? The desire to wear groovy motorcycle leathers with a utility belt full of elixir ingredients and files? Probably not. Um, Could be fame. Works for Booster Gold. (laughs) Yeah. Because the chicks really dig it. Of course, they don't have a random table for motivation. Mm. Pat. Oh. Go Pat. Go Pat. <laughs> it's Josh's birthday. <laughs> Subverting the system from within. So trying to make hell turn good by making it do good things. That sounds good, like but I don't know how to phrase it, it. Please. But what's got them all roiled up about it? I don't know. It's a tricky one, isn't it? I like the word elixir, too. <sighs> it could be out of a sheer desire for adventure. I mean, there is a motivation they talk about look good for the public. That might be it. Hmm. Um, Maybe your father was like- a Baptist minister. And <laughs> make money using your powers? I kind of like the Jekyll and Hyde aspect. You know, the traditional, he's a sweetheart until he takes this nasty potion and then he's he's a right pisser. To tame his inner demons. <laughs> yeah, what would the Hulk's motivation be? taking it out on the outer demons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Hulk's already been done, hasn't it? Well, no, but I'm just saying to give... Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm 
angry. Yeah, exactly. Hulk smash. A cuddly, yeah. <laughs> that's his motivation, Hulk smash. <laughs> Leave Hulk alone. I was watching the really bad Marvel cartoons from the late 60s that are just as bad from an audio perspective as they look from a visual perspective. And yet, I couldn't stop watching. It was like looking at a road accident, and you just can't stop watching, even though you're you're like, oh my god. What yeah, the way you told it was awesome bad. It is awesome bad. But I'm kind of embarrassed that I actually enjoyed it, because it's so bad. <laughs> How dare you try to fight the likes of me, Iron Man? I am the Mandarin with a very bad Chinese accent. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man talks like he's speaking into a tin can to get that metallic muffled uh, mask effect. And yet, I would buy it in a heartbeat if it was on DVD. I'd plunk down. I'm just a depraved individual. What can I say? Magnetism. Magnetism. Earthquake boy. There's too many choices. How do you guys do it? There's just too many choices. You pick one and you go with it. <sighs> No. <laughs> God, what I find interesting is she asks that difficult. question, and my wife is constantly telling me about different aspects of life. Will you just make a damn decision? <laughs> I usually do. I flip the magic coin of decision, but... <sighs> Maybe your motivation is to find your purpose. There you go. Yeah, motivation is to find his motivation. <laughs> I like it. Fine. To find your place in the world. Now that he has this ability, you know, what do I do with it, he asks. Find his niche. I like the word niche. Forge his own destiny. In a world. Never made. To find his niche. I like the word nephew better, but... To find... All right. Basically, get the hell on with it, is what you're saying. Yes, all right. There. I don't know if you want to go for the pizza delivery character. That sounds kind of cool, I think Chris would lose his mind if I <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. I'm going with the flow. Flexibility. Ooh. I like the 30 minutes or less motivation. With extendo arms, extendo legs, that would twist be actually... into any shape. <laughs> that would be pretty damn cool. 30 minutes or less. So he's got speed powers to make sure he can move <laughs> fast enough to get crap done. And he's got web shoes. Total extendo. That, yeah, extendo arms and legs and rubber band neck. And, web shoes that shoot stretchy uh, cheese. Oh, stretchy no, cheese. That's going into the main territory. We can't have that. That's silly. Yes. That's too silly. Flexi boy, he has to wait. I mean, his wife might not like it, but that's okay. Again, maybe she would. Who knows? To each their own. He's not very good, but thank God he's fast. 30 minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to save that uh, idea for my side character. Have bell on his belt so that he could, like, just time himself. Have a little starter belt. Bing! 30 minutes or less. Yeah. When he's done, bing, done! That'd be a hell of a compel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I see these words, you know, and it starts off a whole new chain. <laughs> the Silver Knight, and he'd be completely in armor with a sword. Hell, it could be a she. Who's, who's to know? The Silver Knight appears and tries to fight bad guys with these archaic weapons. <laughs> There's precedent. Yeah. And be kind of slow because you try dragging around in 200 pounds worth of steel. See how quick you move. But on the other hand. Not if it was magic steel. That's right. <laughs> Titanium <go>. steel. 
It's not Hatchet. Elvin. Elvin Shane. That's right. Oh, okay. I got a new character. Not, 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 not now. <laughs> oh, fine. Oh, fine. He's called the gamer. He throws big D20s at people. He wears <laughs> everything. I've got an Elvin and the chapped monks. And he has his uh, Eddie's uh, bag of Cheetos. Quiet. Okay, that was bad, Eric. <laughs> quiet, Eric. That's one hero point. Him. Just ignore him. He, he uses game books to tap into the power of the universal collective unconsciousness. <laughs> power. That's Kajika. What are you talking Three about? Three There you go. <laughs> Who I want to play again soon. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be cool to pick up where we left off with that. That was fun. So what do I have to give you, Chris? Well, it depends on if you're making a whole new character. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> they just need motivation? I got a motivation. His his motivation is to find his motivation. Fine. 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 And Work so that in, Chris. Plus four demon summoning, plus two healing elixirs. Expert, plus four demon coercion. Then I needed the other three, plus two, plus two, plus two. And negative two was socially inept. Well, I don't have a problem if you want to create it on the fly. Just give me some damn words and I'll fill it in and I'll make it fit, okay? Motorcycles. Help. Plus two motorcycles? There you go. Uh, cows. <laughs> I beg your pardon. Fashion sense. <laughs> Jalapenos. Gazebo. Macarena. Artificial limb. <laughs> Nouveau cuisine. <laughs> Sushi. <Stop>. Alt country <laughs> cover band. I can't. Mac- macadamia. Tracy Lords. <laughs> Motor torpedo boat. Automatopia. Emperor <laughs> penguin. Eight is enough. Mixed up looks. Pat, help. help. I'm just trying to think what a psychiatrist is going to say about this free association. <laughs> <laughs> and I Boom. would like to disassociate myself from you all. Boomerang, tumorang, sumerang. Oh, wow. Thank you, Lady Elaine. Oh, oh it's so- yes. <laughs> uh, He's got to be fast, so it's going to have some sort of super Quick speed. reflexes. Yeah, all right. Quick. Reflexes, and he needs one more plus two. How many stunts do we get? Uh, one two. Oh, okay. well, you can have one or two. And I'm what, assuming what you mean stuff? one signature or two spinoffs. No, you could have two signatures. Oh, I'm still spinoffs will come along more in the game. What makes for a good stunt? Well, you get some explosives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like. That. And a car. Yeah, and you make Preferably a big ass ramp. one. You know, yes. painted really cool. Uh huh. You know, like the generally. And then you blow it up <laughs> and you've got a stunt. Okay, explosives. So, and the He's going to be good at explosives. The there you go. Are... See, I helped you. He's a mix master. Ah, mix yep. master. <laughs> like the drinks or like out on the dance floor. With the <laughs> All of it. All of it, baby. <laughs> oh, now, is that a stunt or is that a so plus much two? Sometimes it scares me. Good quality. It sounds like a skill to me. Or quality. Yeah, quality. That's a quality. All right, so he's mix master. <laughs> mix master Hillian out on the floor. <laughs> Do it all. He can dance. He can womp up a drink, and he can mix you up some nitro explosives. Yum yum. Um, Jelly Knight. Yes, that's his fave. So motorcycles, quick reflexes, because he'll have to be fast to be able to mix all that quick like a bunny. And then stunts. He just needs his stunts, and I think he's done. And his hobby is sea sponges, raising sea sponges. Well, that could have been a quality. But that's a hobby for when he's busy being sweet. Robbie Sherman, as opposed to snotty bag. Hellion. 
Stunts. Need some stunts. Cartwheels? <laughs> Car jumping in your motorcycle. <laughs> Fiery Phoenix. Let's see. Stunts. You've got what again? You've got your healing potions and your I've healing got really elixirs. foul tasting healing elixirs. They're revolting, but they work. Oh, and they create some burning agony, but hey, it's good for you. Um, no pain, no pain. And demon summoning. Those are his two big. Well, you can have stunts off your qualities too. Oh, can you? You can? Yeah. Okay. I guess you could. I'm sorry. Did you guys not know that? No. It the right ingredient at the right time always has the but right. That makes sense for like Batman, who has no power. Right. Yeah, your stunts can be off your powers or your qualities. Is always having the right. I'm not ingredient. changing mine, but that's interesting. Is that a stunt or is that a quality? Yeah, that opens up a few more possibilities. What was? What'd you say, Nikki? Always having the right ingredient at the right time. See, I think more for a stunt for you would be a specific concoction. Yeah. Oh, like a super whammy, explosive nitro, right? Exactly. Carbo blaster or something like that. No, no, yeah, no whammies. Up, no whammies. Up. Molotov cocktail no would be a stunt. Yeah. No whammies. whammies. <laughs> no whammies. <laughs> the pain without the healing. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Guess it didn't help stop. Super Nitro <laughs> With a twist. Ah, there we go. Yeah, that's a specialty. <laughs> the super whammy nitro blaster with a twist. That's a stunt. And he wants one more stunt. Now the stunt is two power ranks lower than that which it is taken from, right? So Correct. Be okay. at like zero then. Because it would come from Mixmaster or Healing Elixirs. Those are both two, so it would be zero. So what's the point? That's okay. My Phoenix is kind of falling into that category if I use the cleansing. Well, the point is, Nikki, that you can bump it with hero points. Oh, well, that's all right then. At least I have it and I can say, look, you know, I give you a point or two. Please let me use this. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. When I'm snarky when I'm up here. Oops. I know, Sorry. right? Scare me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm using my built-in mic, so you're going to hear clickety-clack of the keys for a second. That's cool. That's no okay. Worries. I like it. It's calming. As long as it has an interesting rhythm to it. Oh, it does. Well, oh, well done, Eric. Cool beans. Can I get rid of the motorcycles and make Mixmaster plus four? I guess I can't. That's not part of the... I thought that wasn't part of the um, formula. I'd be okay with that. Would you? I would. For you, oh, anything. You're the swellest. You are the swellest, Chris. All right, so Mixmaster's plus four. That makes my Super Whammy Nitro Blaster with a twist plus two. <laughs> whammy Nitro Blaster. Super Whammy Nitro Blaster with a with twist. twist. <laughs> and yes. the twist can be many things. Pan Galactic Cargo Blaster. <laughs> I love the Pan Galactic and gin and tonics. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like Eric's on a horse. No, it's cool. It's like the Bronco Man. I love it. <laughs> it's Patsy. <laughs> 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 uh, I got I to raise all these. That before. So maybe What's he that? only gets one stunt. Oh, I was just reading about stunts. What's up? I'll well, see. It says here on page 54. Only powers, any power can have a stun off of it, but qualities, you have to have a plus six to run a stun off of it. Ooh. Ooh. And master plus six qualities can serve as a base ability for stunting. But I'm going to throw that rule out. I'd say if you have a plus four, I'd be okay with it. Yeah? You sure? 
I'll yeah, take that I am. Back to zero. I can keep it with coming from the healing elixirs, and I'll go back to zero. No big whoop. Don't want you to toss away rules, and then we get all confused. So this goes back to plus zero. What were you saying, Eric? Who determines whether a stunt requires hero points to use? It requires at least one. And uh, the signature stunts, they dropped your rank by two levels. Oh, but they, they add. Okay. I don't think spinoff stunts do. I haven't. I'll have to relook. Well, so oh, it says here stunt cost chart. Yeah, so it says here to use your stun at rank, you need to use two hero points. Uh, two downshifts is nothing. Look at that. Yeah, two downshifts is zero. Your stunt rank for signature stunts adds two of the thing it's stunting off of. I need another quality. What you do with the last one? And do we Lies to, with a straight face. <laughs> do we get to yeah. determine at the onset if a stunt that we pick at creation is Ooh. a signature or spinoff? Yeah. Can bluff. Yeah. Then I'm going to make the Phoenix a signature stunt. The mechanics are a little different between signature and spinoff. I get to add my power modifier to the modifier of the stunt rank, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I'm channeling Chris. You're doing what? I'm channeling you. He's going to be able to lie with a straight face. (laughs) Okay, so here's what I wrote for Fiery Phoenix. It's an average... I'll be right back, gang. I guess it's not an average stunt. It's a signature. Well, yeah, it is. It's still an average stunt. It's just a signature stunt instead of a thing. When she zeroes out in wound ranks, she appears to burn up in a fiery blaze, only to appear soon after with rank mod recovered ranks. Does that meet with your approval? Yes. Okay. And I will pay if you need me to uh, incur a hero point cost to use it. That's okay with me. I just Does she get a new stripe in her hair every time she comes back? Like, does she get another fabulous highlight from catching fire and burning up? I don't know. And the other thing I'm not sure about is I don't know if I like the zeroed out thing because... My idea is that when it looks like she's dead, when you zero out in this game, unless a uh, villain purposefully does otherwise, which is what we call a dick move, to quote Geek Radio Daily's little sound drops thing, then you're unconscious. And I don't really see it as, oh, he just dropped her with one punch, boom, and then she burns it. I mean, it's not for, it's supposed to be like, oh, wow, she's dead. And then, because the other thing is just regeneration. She can regenerate. And that's the main. But maybe she has to from. regenerate in a big poof of flame. You know, I figured that because it's called cleansing fire, so that's kind of already there. So this is probably not going to be a stunt that's used all that often because how often? <laughs> how often will I zero you out? How often will she? In a manner which would. <laughs> how snarky are you well, feeling? <laughs> in a manner that makes it appear that she's dead is the question. I mean, zeroing out, I'm sure, it could happen quite. Recently. So. Everyone starts at full health, and Eric starts at zeroed out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we roll, and everybody gets some point, and moves. Eric stays zeroed out. <laughs> I'd never do that to you, Eric. I, I might zero you out, but oh, no, I, I, not at the beginning of the game. No, no, no. I have no problem being zeroed out. I'm, I'm not complaining about anything. I'm just trying to tailor the stunt more to what I had in mind when I originally designed it, and I forgot when I said zeroing out that in this game, when you zero out, you're unconscious. You're not dead. So I thought that's not going to work quite as well because it's not supposed to keep her from ever being knocked unconscious. It's like a last-ditch effort to keep her from pushing up daisies. There right. is a immortality power, Eric. Yeah, but I don't want her immortal. She's not Highlander. She just happens... How do you know? Because I made the damn character. That's how I... <laughs> the hell? Then when it happens, we'll decide what happens at that time. <laughs> I mean, if you want her to come back from the dead with the uh, Phoenix power, I mean, that could be the special effect of the immortality is what I'm saying. Uh, 
Is there any consequence for coming back from the dead as the Phoenix power, though? There can like, be. She only has a few ranks in... You know, oh, they she, really hand-wave that immortality power, too. Yeah, this is a stunned off of her regeneration power. I figured the fact that she only has four ranks to work with... So you're saying after she zeroes out and does the Phoenix, she would go down in ranks? Oh, that's right, because... It's in the, see, I'm thinking swashbuckler rules, damn it. I forgot. In this game, you only zero out one... You know what? That's actually a good... Okay, yeah. Even though in this game you only zero out if one thing drops below poor, that's considered zeroing out. But if she has to use her Phoenix power, then... Actually, this makes sense because it'll show... Fun, finish one damn sentence at a time, Eric. When she has to use her Phoenix <laughs> no, power... No, three at once. No, Come my, on. <laughs> my brain is... And then we'll let Pat figure out which one goes where. Yeah. <laughs> Put them in any order you choose. We'll when sort it out. When she uses nope. her Phoenix power, she only has four ranks to distribute where she wants or whatever the final you know, rank plus right. modifier is. And then so basically after- the Phoenix power just brings up four rank points. Right. And then she go- starts from there. Ah. Yeah, she starts from there. How quickly she gains the rest back. Well, that would be your re- regeneration power, exactly. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess I'd have to read the regeneration power. <laughs> or it would be like normal healing rules. Then why have regeneration? Because regeneration can help before I get to the point of zeroing out. Gotcha. Well, you have to tell me when it comes into play, because I have not read the regeneration well, rules. Let me see. I have it right here in front of I'm me. looking. Regeneration. The character heals quickly. Regeneration restores a total of up to mod damage ranks per turn. However, the character cannot make any offensive actions during that turn. He can take defensive reactions, like moving. So using the example, you're right. That would be where her regeneration power kicks in after she's used the Phoenix. But she starts off, everything else is at four. She has four ranks I can put where they need to be. Or if we want to be really heavy-handed, that has negative connotations. That's not the word I meant to use, but I can't think of the right one. We could say that the ranks have to be distributed among her qualities and all of her powers when this thing hits are at or until she heals the regeneration. Well, here's the problem, though. If you have a regeneration at minus two, are you really regenerating? No, that's true. I would say that you'd have to use the four ranks into your regeneration so you could regenerate after that. Yeah, that'll work. And then you can be defensive. She's having to use all of her energies to keep herself afloat. You know, floating right. water, so to speak. So yeah, that actually works quite well. well. Let me modify what I wrote here, and then I gotta make a bio. Oh, no. And then in the next turn, she could regenerate whatever plus two, so she'd be able to put other stats up. So you never really roll your regeneration, do you? It's not the power you. Just- no, I would say you roll it when you've not zeroed out. Huh. Okay. Oh. Am I reading that right, Josh? What do you think? I'm sorry. What was that? You're an expert on the rules. <laughs> I totally zone. I'm so sorry. Well, the regeneration rules. He gets to mm-hmm. put the regeneration ranks back at each turn, right? I mean, Eric, look this up really quick. Yeah, not really so an if you have expert. Plus four ranks at the end of a turn, you could add plus four back. It might be very hard to get you to zero out. Point. Character heals quickly. Regeneration restores the number of mod damage ranks per turn. However, the character cannot take any offensive actions during that turn, so you just gotta sit there and heal up. And are they defining a turn as a round kind of in I'm assuming, yeah. yeah. That's I'm what I thought. Yeah, not the ten turns but per round. But it may be very hard to get zero you out. Well, he can't do anything while he's regenerating. Yeah, if I'm doing anything else, I'm not... He can do defensive actions. Yes, that's true. He can take defensive actions. 
it still reduces effectiveness. But yeah, I mean, if a, a strong enough blow before his turn comes up could take him down. Because I'm assuming once he's zero outs, he's zeroed out. And then his um, Phoenix kicks in and he gets four ranks back. I guess my answer to that would be that's the point of having a character whose powers are built around healing. Is that, yeah, he's yep. hard to zero out. The other thing is you might want to limit it where he can only regenerate, and this would probably make sense in the stats of his character, he only regenerates damage ranks if he can't regenerate failure ranks because Spider-Man's taunting him to death. Yeah, that's how I envisioned it. I don't think failure ranks apply to the regeneration. I guess that's it doesn't I'm, specifically say that in the description. Let me read that. I could be wrong. That might specifically say that. It doesn't. It should. That's how I would certainly yeah. run it myself. Not I agree. Not that's why I game. want to make the distinction because to me, if she zeroes out and gets knocked unconscious, that to me doesn't qualify. It's only in situations like if she got shot and it zeroed it does, her out. It does say mod damage ranks as opposed to failure ranks. Oh, okay. Yeah, damage yeah. ranks in capital. So yeah, he could be zeroed out by failure ranks still. I'm sorry. I have regeneration too. What is the final ruling on how that's going to work? According to the book, it regenerates your mod Correct. In, in damage ranks, not failure ranks. But the damage ranks, the ones you take from actual physical damage per turn. As long as you're not doing anything, as long as you're basically just moving or, or only defensive, attacks. yeah, okay. But you know, if you take failure ranks from like social or mental attacks, that doesn't regenerate. That makes sense. Although that could be a good stun. I know Zorcher Zo much better than T and J, and Zorcher Zo is much more streamlined because their powers like it's done. magic. Like I've got a plus four in bubble magic. Oh, okay. Well, you can do bubble magic. <laughs> Super elastic. What, what exactly can you do? Bubble bubbly things. Too. Bubbly things. Oh, all right. Well, you and your GM will sort it out. Oh, okay. Well, thanks, Chad. Okay. Are we clear on the differentiation of when it comes into play? It's not just if she zeroes out and falls unconscious. It's like if there's a car crash or something where, by all accounts, she should be toast. Where you are specifically being killed. Yeah. Then you then flare up and get your four ranks back is that it? yeah and i'll even throw in that it can only be used once per adventure i would hope that chris <laughs> would killing us that often <laughs> another well, car crash <laughs> elevator shaft is empty who thought oh, crap i gotta rethink something because right now i've got the average <laughs> invulnerability which basically means no normal scale stuff could affect her anyway so Car crash. Uh, you can still take failure ranks from big normal scale stuff, like howitzers or meteor strikes. Yeah, I'm going to change that. And again, it doesn't affect failure ranks. Oh, that's true. When the I Riddler's jumping around, taunting you to death. Yeah. Causing oh, I came up with the tickler. Wouldn't that be great? Instead of the Riddler, it's like he's the second fiddle, and he's and he could be and French. And he's French. He's French. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was funny. Uh. <laughs> and he has a funny hat, right? And he of likes to, he, he, he likes to rib people until they get really pissed off. Reservoir of routines. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when he orders hamburgers, uh, he doesn't ask for many condiments. Oh, oh God! God, I didn't even oh. know this beforehand. He just comes up with them. Just bing, bing, I bing, know. Bing. Oh, it's like bing, he, bing. like he's got them all written down and saves them up. <laughs> just waiting. Just wait. Uh, someday, some someone will make us clever condiments. What a great! I will have a whole. <laughs> All right, enough about him. Pay attention to me. I need one more stunt. Again? <laughs> yes. And then I'm all done. And then we can start, you see? I need one more stunt. 
does having the utility belt to hold his elixir, he won't have a motorcycle. He just gets a, maybe it's a dorky utility belt. Maybe it's one he made himself. Anyway, does that have to be a stunt or is that, I just need another stunt. Look, I'm, I'm typing in everything. It's almost, almost to you, Chris. Where'd Chris go? Did he run away? He doesn't want to play anymore. Can you hear me? There you go. Well, it's, it's called mute. You abandoned us. I know. Are you beating your head against the desk saying, my God, it was supposed to be such an easy, simple, sweet little game? (laughs) No, no, I think it's going to be easy, simple, sweet little game. You know, first you start in a Honda Civic and have a car crash. (laughs) Then we go up to a Ford F-150 and you have a car crash. (laughs) So it's it's typed out. This is what I got. Toyota RAV4 would be next. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie Sherman, sweet-tempered, mild. I think he's going to stay sweet-tempered and mild-mannered instead of surly. Anyway, um, his origin is a lab accident. He drank from the wrong beaker. His motivation is to find his motivation, his niche in the superhero world. Powers, plus four demon summoning, plus two healing elixirs. Not nice or pretty. They have a foul, revolting taste and often inflict a burning agony. Qualities are plus four demon coercion, plus two mix master, can mean a lot of things, plus two quick reflexes, plus two can lie with a straight face, negative two socially inept. Stunts, plus zero super whammy nitro blaster with a twist, and (laughs) then probably another plus zero, I need one more stunt. Okay, with that, I'm going to go to the bio break real quick, and I'll be right back. Between power or between invulnerability yeah. and armor. What's that? I'm just trying to see if maybe I should, for the sake of making her a little bit less, because I'm making her more of a tank than I had originally planned. So I'm just trying to think what the difference is between invulnerability versus armor. If I had average super armor, it'd basically be the same thing as average invulnerability. What if she has a killer push up bra? Then we're drifting into macho women with guns territory. (laughs) Is it wrong? Big eyes, small mouth. We've had that character a couple of times. My my wife's played that power in a couple different games. Now I think about it. Thank you. She just did the battle cry for me. (laughs) She didn't even know how. She she didn't even hear what the heck we were talking about. I said she had that power. (laughs) <laughs> and a couple different characters, and she knew exactly what I was talking about. And what is the battle cry? Eco Flash. Really? Power of distraction. <laughs> and then Big Eye Small Mouth. She's done it in Octane. <laughs> God, I may have even done it in like some World of Darkness stuff. I can't remember. All right, come on, guys, give me another stunt. Uh, what's your? And I can be finished with this bad boy. What's your skill in motorcycles? Took that away so I could have mix master. Blah. Um, oh. And I channeled Chris and went with lie with a straight face. You don't. You don't technically need to. You can just. You only need one or two. Save the slot for the second one later on. Add in. Okay. Just leave it open. All right. Yeah. Okay. So then his hobby is raising sea sponges. <laughs> Get the sponge thing. It's even more boring than coral. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. You only have to have one. Well, really, you don't have to have any, but... I want one. You and want one. You got Do I one. have to pay you, like, hero points so that I can have a utility belt to hold my elixir ingredients? I don't think so. I, I think we're good with that. That can be part of your costume. Yeah. Can I have a cape? 
I want a cape. Yes, you can. Thank you. Okay, Eric, so we get still cost. trying to figure out the difference between invulnerability and armor. I think I'm getting it. Invulnerability. Super armor. You just nothing phases you with super armor. You can nothing normal phases you in invulnerability. Super scale still hurts you. Okay. You get to add the invulnerability to your defense roll, but it doesn't soak up any damage. Oh. On super scale. Right. Normal scale just doesn't affect you at all. So, of the two, it sounds like, for my purposes, invulnerability still is the best one to go with. Armor lets you soak up, lets you, uh, you add it to your defense rolls. It soaks damage itself. It'll let you ignore damage up to either your mod or your target number, depending on if it's normal or super scale. And then you can also voluntarily downshift it to avoid all damage from a single attack. Okay. So- Armor is more versatile. Invulnerability, I think, is probably overall more powerful. Then I'll do armor. I'm not even sure I want to do super armor. Well, it's an average power, though, so if I have average armor... Average super armor will still help you soak up normal scale attacks. But it's not quite as guaranteed. You can downshift it to avoid taking any damage from one attack. Right. So you can still downshift it to negative two and soak up that big ten-point hit that was going to take you out. Yeah, I think I'll change invulnerability to armor. What happened in her background is that she got into gangs. Her brother did not. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. There was a big blow-up that occurred. Somebody fired a shot at her. The bullet bounced off of her because of her what's-it, whether it's invulnerability or armor, and hit him, which killed him. So that was what caused her to just, you know, she went in hiding for a while, did some soul-searching, figured out that this was not going to fly. Coming at you, Chris. So. Cool. I think super armor at average would be probably more what I'm looking for. That would make her such an un- unstoppable force. I mean, she's still got the regeneration, but it's not quite as bad as invulnerability. I don't want to make her, like, the invincible firefox! I don't see why not. She's a superhero. Yeah, but I don't want... Do it! Run with it. Give her some big high heel boots, too. Can she run in spike heels? That's a We'll find out. Power. I'll set a target number on that. <laughs> and you guys all start with five hero points. Do I hear seven? <laughs> you hear it, but not from me. Are we allowed to bid him up on this? Yeah. Fine. And you're currently at a max of 10, so you can't have more than 10. Can we share? Can you share? Like, can we help I'm going to say something? it depends on the situation. You know, if you're I, uh, at the same location and, and you can make it work, yeah, I'd let you share. But if you've gone to different locations now. Can't send them via telepathy or whatnot. <laughs> Well, you could probably summon one of your demons to carry it to them. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, oh, come on. Come on. That'd be great. Come on. The yellow box with red ribbon. It's <laughs> a surprise. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> a little stink bomb inside. Because <laughs> you guys aren't going to listen to me at all, are you? You're going to follow the letter of my commands, not the spirit of my Oh, it's going to be fun. I can feel it coming. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how that demon thing goes. (laughs) We don't like it. We can get rid of it. No, I think it'll be fine. We'll see how you use him. Are we going to play the game at all? I'm waiting for Pat. From where? (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't spoke for a while. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready ready to get it going. But if you guys want to talk all night, I'm good for that, too. Oh, Mr. Passive Aggressive. Let's see how it's going to be. I'm all ready, Chris. When I assign a rank to a stunt... Testing, testing. I've got Fireball here. I want to assign it a rank. My punch is expert, so do I make it an average stunt 
Or do I have it would be average? Experts plus four, right? Yeah. yeah so it would be an average. Okay. Unless I make it a signature stunt, in which case then it becomes. It's still average, but you can spend hero points to boost it up. Yes. And I can add my power modifier to the roll. Correct. Okay. So basically, it would be completely ineffective right now if I didn't make it a signature stunt. Unless I wanted to spend hero points every time I throw one. So I'm going to make it a signature stunt. Okay. <laughs> so they're both signature stunts. Spinoffs you tend to make on the fly, usually. Yeah. So you guys all got my email about the headquarters and the Dino Mutt Bill. <laughs> I'm sorry yes. that I used the wrong name there, but... I'll let it slide. The fact that I remember Just Blue Falcon once. at all. So I got responses back from Josh and Pat. But I thought what we would do is if you, at any time you want to add your plus two to the headquarters or vehicle, you could do so at that time. Okay. Okay. So that way you could customize it and Eric and Nikki wouldn't feel so bad. I never feel bad. <laughs> okay, good, good. Well, I'd like to start out by getting an idea of where you guys are in the city. If you're like at home, headquarters, you're going to be starting out in the evening. So some of you might be on patrol, so to speak, getting a feel for everybody, where everybody would be to start. Do we go out as a group or individuals or are we summoned? You could go out as a group if you want. You could go out as individuals. It's really up to you. It's evening? It is evening. So you would have your patrols going on right now or... I'm training in the training room. Okay. So you're at headquarters. Yep. I'm on patrol. Not really a patrol type. Immediately we start by splitting up the party. Bright red, white, and blue costume doesn't do well in the shadows. Okay. I expected a split. <laughs> Pat, where do you think you would like to start? I'm probably leaving the ice capades, heading back toward headquarters. Okay, so in route to headquarters. What is our headquarters? Oh, where'd you guys what go? What is your headquarters? Yeah. Nikki? Well, what? what do you want it to be? There. I have yeah, my idea, but I want to hear other people. Submarine, that's good. You guys all cut out. That's kind of cool. There is a big lake. <laughs> like it's, a great lake. It's a but our own little volcano. private Atlantis. <laughs> I'm all for the artificial volcano base. Welcome to my underground lake. No. <laughs> it costs one million dollars. <laughs> I've always kind of liked the idea of a base and a lighthouse, but I'm all for the underground volcano, too. Nikki, where did you say you're going to be at? I've just gotten off work and I'm in headquarters coffee break room studying for a farm. Headquarters test. doesn't have a break room. Does? It does, does now. Does it has now. A plus two break plus room. Two it break has a plus room. two Speaking break room. Speaking to mention. Uh, with an espresso machine. Okay. <laughs> Great. Okay. So I'm in my costume, but I'm studying for test. Good, good. Okay. And maybe this would be a good time to just. I know we've talked a lot about the characters, but for our listeners, maybe to summarize each of the, the heroes. All right. So, who would like to go first? Pat. Eric. <laughs> Josh. Rocky. Brad. Okay. So, Josh. Hey, Pat got two votes. Oh, okay. Pat. Josh got three. <laughs> I voted for Josh. I will take the hit, and I will go first. Okay, great. Take a hero point. Oh, thank you. See? Uh -huh. Oh, hell, I got voted first. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the Yankee, Tommy Joe Apple, infantryman, ground troop in World War II, was grievously injured when his platoon was ambushed by the Nazis. Uh, as he lied bleeding in the mud, he was approached by the Spirit of Liberty and the Spirits of the Founding Fathers, who granted him mystical powers to help him fight against the powers of tyranny. 
and became a hero of World War II. And while fighting Marshal Deutschland for control of a Nazi doomsday weapon, uh, an explosion sent him and presumably Marshal Deutschland forward in time all the way to the year 2020. And now he's continuing, now that he's trying to adjust to this future time while continuing the fight against the powers of evil. Great. Who wants to go next? Pat. Fine. Pat, that's a hero point for you. (laughs) Thank you. See, who's your buddy? You're my friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Permafrost. He was trying out for the Olympics, failed, as he usually did in athletics, Uh, was hired by an ice capade-type entertainment thing, and really took off, really enjoyed skating, as it turned out. One night, practicing after hours, he went through a, a, a fault in the ice and actually did die. He drowned was revived, and when he came back, he found that his body had metabolized the chemicals within the refrigerant, and now he has power over ice. Nice. Thank but you. not rock salt. Not rock salt. <laughs> or Morton's. <laughs> How does hot girl. temperatures affect you? In ice form, he would probably uh, have to start making rolls, and when he failed, he would revert back to normal human form. Gotcha. What's Permafrost's real name when he's not being Permafrost? Will Cullen. Will Cullen. Tommy, Will, Clarissa, and Robbie. Gotcha. Okay, Eric. Her name, Clarissa Clementine, codename Firefox. Clarissa grew up in the projects and, contrary to stereotype, found herself embroiled in gang life while her brother was not. She lived the life of the streets and was actually doing pretty well for herself as far as that went. Her powers manifested themselves when she was around 12, and she kept them secret from everyone but her mother, fearing herself to be labeled a freak. This, however, does not mean that she didn't use them to her advantage when she was able. Alas, this led to the death of her brother. Caught in a crossfire, he caught a bullet which was aimed at her and ricocheted off her invulnerable skin. This devastated her. He'd merely been in the wrong place at the wrong time, as innocent as it was possible to be. She left all she knew in order to do some soul-searching. Homeless, she took to spending nights in the old gym of the neighborhood. There she met Frank McGee, former prize fighter turned machine shop owner, with a talent for designing the unusual. To rid herself of guilt over her brother's death, she waged a one-woman war against crime in general and gang violence in particular, keeping her identity secret to prevent repercussions that could endanger her family back home. In the course of this war, she saved Frank McGee's life, and it wasn't long before he discovered who she was. He made it his business to help her in any way he could, and they've since developed quite the friendship. And he has indeed helped her by adding strange gadgets to her arsenal. Clarissa's life has done a complete turnaround. At night, Firefox fights to protect the innocent in her own way, while during the day, Clarissa does her part as a youth advocate, and now has a son of her own, Darius, named after her brother. That's probably more than anyone really wanted to know, but there it is. Uh, Swell. I like it. Nice, Eric. Uh, Give yourself a young now. I mean, a hero point. (laughs) Does Frank hang out at headquarters? Do we all know him, or does only Clarissa know him? That's a very good question. Do you guys know that she... Oh, do I get a hero point for that? It's a good question, but it's not moving the story along. Does he hang around the base? 
Can we get him to make cool stuff for us, too? Yeah, you know, it almost has to be that way, because otherwise... Robot Nursery plus two on oh, the... Oh, God, I really don't want to go that route. Come <laughs> on. Robot like Nanny. Fantastic sport. Jesus. <laughs> we can all play... How old is Darius? Can we all play with him? Darius is... Is he little? Say five. Oh, oh, excellent. I'll tell the five-year-old your secret identity. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Howwin. <laughs> Okay, so we've got Nikki's character for a hero yes. point. I'd like to hear about him. All right. Look, I'll just read this little blurb. He's the Hellion, Robbie Sherman, sweet-tempered, mild-mannered pharmacy student whose origin came from a, a lab accident when he drank from the wrong beaker. I've shortened it all. I took away the two pages of highly descriptive incident there. I hope you're happy. Motivation is to find his motivation, his niche in the superhero world. His powers include plus four demon summoning. And for plus two, so second tier power, are uh, creating healing elixirs. But they're not nice or pretty. They have a foul, revolting taste, and they often inflict a burning agony. But they generally work. His qualities include demon coercion. He's a mix master, he has quick reflexes, can lie with a straight face, and at negative two, he is socially inept. His stunts at plus zero are a super whammy nitro blaster with a twist, and we've left the other one blank. His hobby is he raises sea sponges, and his costume is a black pharmacist uniform with a flame pentagram patch, a black silk cape, a tiny black mask to cover his eyes, and a utility belt that holds his ingredients, files, and assorted equipment. Very good. And, and sensible he's got a, shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lab coat and a cape. Dude, he's a superhero. He's, he's extra. <laughs> I was going to say. He's gonna, yeah, man. He's going to flap nicely in front of the full moon on top of the building. <laughs> but yeah, it's the tiny black mask to hide his face. I love that part. Where it's a little teeny tiny mask over the eyes. That's all you need. No one can tell who you are. <laughs> little domino mask. So Clarissa. Yes. It's been a relatively slow night, and we're in the middle of summer, July. Okay. Uh, you've been on patrol for a few hours, and as you're going around the city doing your thing, you notice something weird. You notice these little snowflakes starting to come down. Okay. That's and really it's strange. very unusual for July to have yeah. snowflakes, and they tend to start to build up. Will? So you had a great performance for the show because you manage it too, right? Correct. Okay. So you finished everything up. It's late in the evening. You're getting ready to drive back. And as you come out, you also notice these light little flakes of snow coming down in the city. And do we know Yankee's first name? Real name? Tommy. Tommy. Tommy Joe Apple. Okay. So Tommy and All American boy. Step in those. Robbie. Tommy Joe Apple, I know. Are in the headquarters and they don't seem to notice any of these issues. I'm studying. Right. He's finding holographic robots in the training room. (laughs) (laughs) As the night progresses and you start to drive home, Will, you do notice that the flakes are getting heavier and heavier. And you've got about a 45-minute drive across town to get back to the headquarters. Okay. By the time you get about 20 minutes in, you've got a full-blown snowstorm going on. Curse that global warming. Wow. (laughs) Cell phone, right? You do have a cell phone, yeah. I want to call headquarters, see if anyone answers. Ring, 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 ring. You hear that, Nikki, on the phone in the break room. Dram equals so many drops. Ring, 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 ring. 
Ring, 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 ring. Tommy, can you get that? Dram, dram. Founding fathers. Ring, 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 ring. Damn it. All right. So he gets up and he marches over and he grabs up the phone. What? Bobby, Will, um, anything on the news about a freak snowstorm? What? I have no idea. I've been studying for a test. Would you turn on the news? Car doesn't have a radio. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I work for the ice capades. Probably don't have a great car. <laughs> um, hang on. Let me see if I can find a TV here somewhere. <laughs> Do we have a TV? Yes. <laughs> You have a, a wonderful communication center, so that would be part of that. Is it down the hall from the break room? No, you have one in the break room, a smaller one. Okay. So I put the phone on speaker. I'm technologically advanced enough to do that. And I go over and I click on the TV. Click. You see the porn channel come up and Tracy Lords. Go <laughs> <laughs> and take a drink. <laughs> oh, my. No. Oh. Uh, where's the remote? Where's the remote? Where's the remote? And if it's uh, Tracy Lord's porn, we're all going to jail. <laughs> no, later years. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I find the remote and I start flicking it. Uh, where's the news station? Where's the news station? Yep. And you get into the area of the news stations and you flip on one, flip on another. They all seem to have meteorologists standing in front of those cheesy, crappy maps. And... <laughs> He's going on about how there's a snowstorm going on in Drakesville. So what? Hey. Snowstorm. Hey, Will, there's some weird snowstorm happening in Drakesville. Yeah, driving in it. Uh, oh, yeah, apparently it's pretty fierce, huh? They pretty say anything weird. about what's causing it? Precipitation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they seem kind of confused. Yes, they there's do. There's lots of it. And now you get a cutting image of a reporter out in the field. And she kind of cold. She's packing some snow together, and you get this report of how it just suddenly came upon the city. Is the air cold, too, or is it, is it like... You're probably maybe 20 minutes out now. I'm thinking the roads are probably getting bad. I might just they are getting the very car. slick. Yeah. And I'm just going to abandon the car and step out into ice form. Okay. Is it, make well, better progress. Is it cold air temperature as well, or is it so freaky that it's still summer night weather, but with actual snow building up? No, the temperature dropped. Okay, so it's like winter all of a sudden. It, it, all of a sudden, yes. Gotcha. You okay. also notice quickly that they're talking about how this is not an isolated incident, and that much of the... I kind of placed it in the Detroit area. Okay. So the map is kind of a regional map, and you notice that on the East Coast, Midwest, there seems to be reports all over the place of snow showers. Freaky. Clarissa. Uh, yes, and before we go any further, I just wanted to clear up something which we had talked about before. Darius, because her weakness is burning the candle at both ends, I'm going to say she is trying to keep him from her violent life as Firefox. So he does not know, and he lives in their apartment and spends a lot of time at the shop with Frank McGee. Uncle Frank? Yeah, Uncle Frank. Are you uh, walking your patrol, or are you driving your patrol? Well, you see, here's the thing. <laughs> well, neither. I, I forgot about the fact that I didn't give her a method of locomotion of any kind. Leaping so. from roof to roof. <laughs> oh, damn. That's, yeah, I Phoenix guess that's what wins. it would be, because uh, that's about the only thing she's got going for her, as far as I don't have a fire mobile or anything like that, or a flight power. Give her time. I think I'm the only one with a movement power now. Think about it. So I guess, yeah, she's walking around. Great. That's a really 
Lousy, you made a patrol a whole city. Oh, okay. patrolling a certain area. Yeah. yeah. Well, she likes to, transportation. That's true. She's in, uh, what did we say it was called? She patrols the neighborhood that she's in, primarily. The bad neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, the, the North Homicide Mur- Mills or something. Or something or yeah. Murrow or whatever the hell. Yep. Yeah. It's called the North End now. Okay. So you're patrolling the North End and. And a thought you- bubble comes up. I gotta get out of here. This is not gonna do well for the fire box to be. Frozen box. <laughs> yes, it is getting very cold to you. And around the corner, so you're walking down a, a, a block. Around the corner, you hear this huge crash. Boom, like something just fell over or, or something landed. All right, I'm turning the corner and dashing over. Okay, you see what looks to be an electrical tower with power lines coming off of it. it has crashed to the ground. It's gone across the road, and there seems to be a car trapped underneath. Oh, jeez. Well, got to protect those who can't protect themselves. Great. Well, traffic has gotten a lot worse. There's a lot of traffic jams as you go through intersection to intersection. You hear a siren, woo, 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 woo. And ahead, you see a massive traffic jam and an ambulance that doesn't seem to be able to get through. Am I close enough to use the beam of ice to try to push cars out of its way? Yes, you'll be close enough to go ahead and do that. At the same moment, though, I want to break over to Robbie and Tommy. All of a sudden, on the TV monitor that you're watching, you you hear beep, 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 like a breaking news flash. Hey, Robbie, Mm -hmm. what's that on the television set? It's amazing, Tommy. There's all these weird snow showers everywhere. Well, we're in Detroit. I mean, just wait half an hour. The weather will get back to 80. It is Uh, on the lake. The scene cuts to an anchor desk. We have a report of an airplane going down. Airplane going down? Well, that doesn't it looks like it, it wasn't expecting the icy weather, and ice has covered the commercial airliners approach to the city. The wings are covered, and it seems to be descending out of control. Founding fathers, we've got to stop that. <laughs> good, good, Rick, good. Robbie, get to the jet. <laughs> um. Okay. Oh, okay, time. You're in decision, man. Come on. <laughs> Got the keys. <laughs> I am realizing so, that my character kind of sucks. I'm sorry. Because I have no way to lift the tower off of the car. Because I As you get closer, it gets worse. Uh-oh. Because inside the car, you see a family. In the back seat seem to be two small children. And the mother is turned around trying to calm them. The father seems to be trying to open the door with all the power lines around. Oh, crap. Okay, I don't have super strength, so I can't move the tower. I could take the shock of the electricity. No, no, don't don't open the door, sir! Don't open the door! I'll get what? you out! Somebody's out there, help us! All help! Right. Okay, this could hurt a little. <laughs> she rushes up to the tower... Can I get to the door of the car? Uh, you see. can attempt to get to the door. Uh, go ahead and roll two die six. Target number seven. Ooh, I just made it. Good. You have no problem navigating around the power lines that seem to be live, and you get to the door. The door seems to be jammed. Some of the uh, tower split, and part of the tower is now collapsed against the door. He's pushing out, and he's getting a little push out there, so he can get a little crack, but that's about all he can get. Okay, how do hero points work in this game? If you go to page 123, there is a section called Using Hero Points on there. So you can detect and discover, dictate a new fact about the situation at hand. So you can basically add a fact in. Energize stunts increases the effectiveness of a stunt. Okay. Haymaker, after a successful attack, you can add upshift and damage. 
I know a guy, which is sort of a contact. I remember a contact with possible useful information. Luck be a lady. Gives you some basically luck on impossible odds of surviving. Make it count. Gain an additional one die six on your next roll. That takes three hero points. Do you see that on page 123? Uh, Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to use. Pull yourself together, regain one die six lost failure ranks, uh, push a quality or power up and upshift. Second wind and use a trophy. We haven't talked anything about the trophy room yet, and we probably won't during this adventure. How hard would it be to move the power lines out of the way, knowing that I can probably withstand the electrical shock? You think you could move the power lines. It may take you a few minutes, but they're not beyond your ability to lift them, you don't think. Okay, then I will attempt to move the power lines. I'll use, wow, half my hero points. Remember, at the end of the scene, I'm going to evoke your uh, motivation and give you one die six back. Okay, so I'll use three hero points to make it count. Sounds good. I'm going to set a target number on this of nine. Okay, this could... Oh, I get a third die. Okay. Because right now, I'm at average, which really sucks. Oh, jeez. Come on, six. I need a six. I really need a six. And I didn't get it. What'd Uh, you get? I got five. With three die? Three, a one, and a one. Do you have any skills that might help you or qualities? Uh, let me double check. I don't think so. Uh, former gangbanger. <laughs> Makes me pretty athletic. It's a bit of a stretch, but I might be able to... You know, as a single mother, you might be torn apart by seeing those kids in the seeing back. Seeing those seat. kids in the back, that's very true. Those are both good qualities, so that would make it nine exactly. You succeeded. So you move the power lines out of the way. Not all of them, just the ones around the main doors. Right, that's what I was trying to do. Okay. Trying to get a, an axe out. Very good, very good. Let's cut over to Pat. Pat, you see that ambulance. It hasn't got any further along. It seems to be stuck in traffic. And you were running forward to push cars out of the way? Correct, yes. Go ahead and roll two dice six. I'm going to make this a nine target number. And I roll a six. Do I get the plus two for the beam of ice? Yeah, you would get the plus two for the beam of ice. Yes, that makes it an eight. So I fail. Do you want to spend a hero point or anything? Yes. Uh, I'm going to need to make it count. I'm going to have to drop three because this is important. And Or you were using the ice power, right? Correct, yeah. You could spend two and push that power up a rank. Oh. Wouldn't that take you to ten? Yes, I'll do that. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. No, no, thank you. I was just looking at him also. Very good. So you push a couple cars out of the way, and the ambulance is able to speed forward and get through and goes about 30 feet and has to stop again. There's more cars in the way. Let's go over to our headquarters, Tommy and Robbie. Yo. What are you guys doing? Do the plane, Hellion. <laughs> I grab the keys, toss the keys to Tommy, and I'm frantically searching in my little... I toss them right back. I don't know how to fly that thing. Yes, you bloody well do. And because I'm looking up in my my list of demon names, which demon I can summon to help get this plane down safely. Nice. Are you going to get the demon to fly the plane? Well, I just found one. I found the list of demon names and (laughs) and what they supposedly do. Gat, who is the prince of hell, intensifies love and hatred, and is a transporter demon. Oh, hey. Nice. Okay. If I can do it. Are you going to try? Are you going to summon him now or wait till you get I up? I think we get... have to get close to the plane to see what's going on. Right. So you guys are hopping into your vehicle. Taking off. Taking <laughs> off. Who's flying? Tommy. Good. Good. <laughs> Heading towards that plane. 
Excellent. Once we get there, I'm going to be like, take the wheel, Hillian. I'm stepping <laughs> out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'll have to steer with a foot while I'm drawing my camera. Okay. <laughs> so Tommy's flying the plane, and he's put I'm the pedal to the top. metal. Tommy needs to make target get number me. nine to catch up with the airplane. Get me underneath the plane, Tommy. Or <laughs> Who's flying? Hi, Tommy. Hey, no, get underneath. Hey, maybe I can get a demon to fly the damn plane. Well, you can summon up to four. Yeah, um, I'm trying to steer. I'm trying to pull up demon names. Uh, this is not easy, you know. So I picture the vehicle flying with nobody in the pilot seat. Well, let's do autopilot really quick. Yeah. Well, you could add that to the vehicle if you like. Yes, please. <laughs> I already ordered force field. If you want to do that, that's great. But if you want to play along with the rest of them and add as you go, I'm okay if you want to take away your force field. I haven't added anything to the vehicle That's yet. right. There you so go. I, I want it to have autopilot. We tell it where to go and it does its thing. Okay. <laughs> so you have programming? Uh, Yes. Well, wait, wait, so there's have... a minimum of work involved. No, I'm joking. I'm not going to. Yes, you autopilot oh, fine. Pat added, uh, didn't Pat add the uh, house personality uplink to this? Yes. Ah, so the base's AI can fly it. That's correct. Ooh, let's name it Jarvis. Let's name it Jarvis. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny if the house personality had the personality of house. <laughs> That's good. What do you mean by that? <laughs> good. And you can be called Jarvis. Well, one of you two need to make a target roll to see if you can catch the plane. If the not. No. Right now, you have a plus two from the autopilot. I'll do it. Two okay. dice six. Yeah, my soldier doesn't help me because I was a ground troop. So. <laughs> Would the wisdom of Ben Franklin help me figure out the proper trajectory and navigation? No, but I've got a demon. Oh, it doesn't work. Never mind. Yes, that would work. Guide me, Ben. I need your wisdom. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently have patch dice. <laughs> oh. Well, I've got a seven. Could you use a couple of hero points to upshift your... Can I give him a hero point to help boost this? Got... It's two points to upshift, right? Yeah, two points to shift the quality so or power. Would you lost the split cost there? If you can explain to me how she would, I guess Ben Franklin. Oh, right there to get get her. oh I'm sorry, the green button. My mistake. Thank you, Elian. There you go. <laughs> good, good, good. Good. Yep, to hear point for each of you. All right. That puts it to nine then. And you have no problem. You are now underneath the plane, watching it slowly descend. Okay, I'm climbing out on the roof. <laughs> with that, we'll cut back to Clarissa. Take the controls, house personality. <laughs> <laughs> Must I? Yeah. <laughs> Are you keeping track of the things? I remember somebody's supposed to check off hero points when they're... I have been, so... Okay, good, because I haven't. You spent three, right? Yeah. Okay, back to Clarissa. I open the door of the car and help the family exit said car. Good. Well, you get the family out, and I'm not going to make you roll for it because you cleared out a path. You save the family and add one die six hero points. Thank you. Good job. And we'll go back to Will. <laughs> Sorry about your car. <laughs> Thank you. Ooh, and I got six. Thank you. I needed that. Okay, so now I'm at nine out of ten. Will, you've cleared down some of the path, but there's more cars in the way. Okay, describe the road. Is it a two lane with cars on both sides blocking it, or is this just one lane of cars in front of it blocking it? You're in the middle of the city. It's actually three lanes. And you got them to the intersection. The other side seems to be clear. So if you push a few cars out of the way, you should be able to clear them a path. 
What I was wanting to do, if I can, is use two powers. Can I combine two powers? Because what I'd like to do is shoot beams of ice underneath the cars that are in the way and then use control ice to shift them to the sides. Yeah, I have no problem with that. That way I can go underneath a lot of cars at the same time and just shift them. Yeah, I'd say you get all the cars that are in the intersection blocking their path with one roll. Target number of nine. Okay. 13. Very good. The cars part ways and the ambulance slides through and crashes into the building. No, um, because of the <laughs> ice. No, uh, is able to get through the intersection and it seems to be driving down the road. Good job. Right. And this would cut us back to Robbie and Tommy. As you're flying up kind of at an angle underneath the plane, you can see faces looking out and screaming passengers out the little side windows. Stay calm. We're with you. <laughs> and what it's are you all doing? Right, citizens. Tommy, what the hell are you going to do? I need you to fly me under the plane. I'm going to catch it and we can guide it down between my super strength and the jets on the Defender Drakesville plane thing. Well, I was going to say I can get Gap, the transporter demon up here, and maybe he could give you a hand. Would that help or no? Couldn't yes, hurt. No. Yes, no. All right. Okay, here we go. You said demon? Um, but <laughs> No. No, uh, helper, tran- transportation helper. Don't worry about it. I got it. Covered. All right. Yeah. Bam. He I said, trust lying you. with a straight face. <laughs> I believe in my teammates. <laughs> yeah, me too. No lying with a straight face. <laughs> okay, so you're summoning one of your demons. Yeah. Through my little pentagram circle down, and I'm calling up Gap. Gap. Yeah. Eric, play Gap. Transporter demon. Oh, jeez. Okay. If, it if you don't want to, that's cool. Gap also. Oh, what is it now? Gap is a prince of hell and intensifies love and hatred, as well as being a transporter demon. <laughs> oh, good gods. What is it now? Wake up, wake up, wake up. I invoke the eye. You will pay attention. We have a situation here, and you need to help. Sir. So I would think now that Nikki would roll an opposed check versus the demon. So you, you would get your plus, what, four for coercion? Yeah. Eric, would you like to roll the two die six for the demon or me? Uh, I'll do it. Four for summoning and then two, yeah, and four for coercion. Wow, these dice suck. Three. Well, I think she's going to beat that. And, yep. Well, since she already two. has a four going in, she didn't even really need to. Well, I'm going to give him plus two for being a demon. That's his quality, demon, plus two. Okay. So he's at a five. And I rolled a six. Okay. Well, with all your pluses, yeah, well, you're even your pluses. Okay, so the it. demon will do what you ask it to do. Please. All right. Fine. Fly the plane down safely. Landing safely. No bumps. No hurting anybody inside. Safely. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Got it? Yes. And I'll send you back when you're done, not before. Yes, yes. Good, good. Off you go. Do I get to say what happens here, or do you get to say what happens here? Am I done? Um, Josh, you can describe. Josh hasn't told me how or what he's doing. I'm on, I'm on the back of our jet. <laughs> We're flying underneath. I plan on propping up the plane with my super strength so we can guide it down safely. Good. Eric, what did you want to add? Well, I was going to say, if he's the intensifier of love and hate, I think just because he's also a bit of a brick. He's going to intensify any feelings of fear is a form of hatred of a sort. So he's going to intensify the negative aspects thereof. Of the, of the passengers? People, of the passengers. Oh, that's okay. 
That lets me use my stirring oratory skill <laughs> to inspire courage. Good, good. Okay, who wants to roll? It's a target number of 11 to bring the airliner down. I guess I will do it. Using my super strength. You do get an upshift because of the demon helping. Okay, so that's uh, 9, 11. Very good. So you uh, guide the plane down, no problems. You are able to get it down safely. Though as the passengers come off the planes, they are screaming hysterically. Oh, I will give them a rousing speech. Okay. <laughs> Target number 11 to calm the crowd down. All right, I'm at it. I'm using my stirring oratory stunt. Okay, let's hear the speech. Calm yourself, citizens. For while you have survived a most arduous task, you need not fear for the... Drakesville Defenders, for lack of a better name. <laughs> They'll always be here to protect you, whether in unclimate weather or sunny days. We think of nothing but your safety. Now go home to your families and have yourself a wonderful 4th of July. <laughs> mommy, mommy, look, it's Yankee. That's right. I've got Small his child. action figure. <laughs> That's right. I do have the positive press quality. You well. do. So go ahead and roll target number of uh, nine. Did I say an 11? Well, you downshifted it to a nine. All right. Two plus six. Fifteen. Okay. (laughs) Yes, the crowd seems to calm, and they all surround you. Thank you, Yankee. Thank you. What the hell is that? I didn't do it alone. I could have done it without Gap, the uh, (laughs) friendly flight goblin over there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the friendly prince of hell. Take a bow, Gap. Could, can I go uh, ahead and dismiss him while I'm in the plane? Can I go ahead and just send him You can dismiss him anytime you want. Yeah, Gap's gone. <laughs> Bye, Gap. Get the hence, Gap. Thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Well, you all have succeeded. Give yourself a hero point. In addition to the uh, D6 that I received earlier? Yes. Ooh, I'm at my max. Oh, still, this weather, this weather confuses me. Pat, where'd you go? Hellion! What? To the meteorology lab! Uh, awfully pushy, isn't he? You have a meteorology <laughs> lab? The, the local meteorology lab where they study ah, the Ah, I thought you were... Great college or whatever, you know. Great, okay, so the, you guys are flying over there. Uh, Will? Will? We'll probably consider yes. calling the team. So are you calling the team? Yes, we probably should. Pat, your well, your cell phone goes off. Ring, 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 ring. I just like doing ring, 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 ring. He gives us all British cell phones. Hello. (laughs) How the heck do I use this cell phone again? Is it send? Is it wait? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Ahoy, ahoy. Push the green button. The green button. Hello, 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 hello. (laughs) Permafrost. Hello. (laughs) I think he got him. Hello, permafrost. Yes, yes, yes. You didn't do this, did you? Your cold powers. <laughs> that was my first thought, too. No, this wasn't me. Oh, all right. Well, that clears up one non-mystery. Tell them where we're going. Tell them where we're going. We're going, we're going to the meteorology lab at Drakeville Tech. Ah, oh, I'm close by there. Call Maybe. Firefox, would you? Pass it on. <laughs> Will do. We'll meet you there. All right. I knew we should. <laughs> Setting up that telephone chain was a good idea, Hellion. Yeah, yeah it was, it's pretty clever. It saves time, I think. Hello? Someday we'll save up enough to get signal devices. Oh, Firefox. What a walkie talent. I'm sorry. Uh, I can barely hear you. Is that, uh, Firefox? Is that, 
Look, damn it. You're holding it upside down, you fool! Turn it around! <laughs> <laughs> Should have just texted. Would have been so much <laughs> No, the last time you texted... Let's not even talk about that, but, uh... There, Firefox. Yeah? The team is meeting at the Meteorology Lab at Drakesville Tech, Drakesville University. Drakesville Technical University. Drakesville yeah. Technical <laughs> University. <laughs> All right, so we mean a DTU? <laughs> yes. <All right. laughs> See you there. <laughs> Roger. Oh, it might take me a minute. I got to get transpo. Okay, so everybody's heading to DTU. Well, I got to. Are the family still there or did they run away? No, they're still there admiring you. Uh, <laughs> the car, is it? Underneath the tower? It is. Shit. Y'all have another car? <laughs> uh, Sad superhero that has to pay attention. We do, but at home. <laughs> well, I can't... Ex- okay, let's see. About that moment, a taxi drives by. <laughs> <laughs> sir, cat, sir, taxi, taxi. Its light is off. No, its light is on, and it pulls to the side of the road, sees you. Okay, I got two fares for you. I need to get to DTU. I'm assuming it's a pretty well-known university, so they're going to know. Yes, it is. It's the most prestigious university in Drakesville. And uh, we need to get these people home. Okay. I'd be glad to do that. Thank you, sir. And he drives. It takes a while because <laughs> of the, you know, the traffic and the weather and everything that's going on, but he pulls up to DTU. Is there a particular building you want? Meteorology. Okay. And he drives into the campus around. Uh, seems to be a lot of snowball fights going on, uh, you know, an open field, some fl- flag football or snow footballs going on. And he drives up to a building, probably built in the 1920s. Very nice architecture. Okay. And as That's I'm getting, it. As I'm getting out, I, I give whoever's closest in the family a card, which I happen to have on me here for a hero point if I need to spend it. No, you have a card. Okay. I say, if you ever need anything, you just call this number. Thank you. We won't forget this. That's right, 1-800-FIREFLY. Oh my god, that actually works! I know. (laughs) (laughs) And you see Will driving up, and overhead you hear the sound of your vehicle. Airplane thing. When I paid the cabbie. Yep, you paid him. How were you guys landing? Right there in the uh, quad. Sounds good. Breaking up the snow football game? Yes. Scott, Make way, citizens! I'm allowed to be Look here. at that. That's cool. Can we have a ride? Perhaps after our business is done. Okay, we'll be here waiting. I'm sure you will. Shouldn't you all be in class? Classes got canceled. Oh. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's also some, like 7 in the morning, dude. It's also like July. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you here? It's, Wait a second. Summer school. I thought it was still night. Oh, it's the evening. How does it be 7 in the morning? Yeah. Oh, you've done a lot. It was the nighttime. I didn't say <laughs> night. I gotta go home. Okay, so you're there. If it's not seven in the morning, nobody's there. At the meteorology lab? At the moment. Somebody can open the door. Yes. We're superheroes. So you pound on the door for a while and this guy comes out. Firefly. He could have given you a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us to come pick you up. Well, Pat didn't want to piss you though. Always in the jet. Nobody asked. Where is that? Will didn't want to lose his Hugo. <laughs> he already had the radio stolen, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> good snow tires, though. That's Brian Shane. 
So, yes, you go into the building, and it does seem to be up in arms, so to speak. A little bit chaotic, people yelling. You do find an office where there seems to be a lot of equipment and a large group of people standing around looking at different types of screens. I'm sorry, Chris. As we're walking in and doing this, she glances over at Permafrost. What's the big idea, Cosmos? No storm! <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I should have let you have time for that. I didn't it's think not of it. Me. Don't stand so close. Back off. <laughs> you back off, man. Suppose put his tit out here. <laughs> I like to just get them just back off. Wow, they get together like fire and well, you know. <laughs> good, good. So you see that Actual room that's open. <laughs> He's probably frigid. Robbie, being a nice boy, tries to go step between them to break it up a little bit. But hard. <laughs> One of the scientists looks up. Oh, it's the Drake Phil's Defenders. They're trying to get you at your headquarters. You've been a little busy, sir. Heroing. <laughs> the way you do. Good, good. We need your help. Help is what we do, sir. It seems to be the problem. What the hell is going on? Unfortunately, we're getting reports of the temperature dropping throughout, throughout the globe, everywhere. We're getting new flashes from, you know, snow blanketing the Eiffel Tower and flurries at the Pyramids of Giza. The whole southern hemisphere was in winter already, so they're getting hit really, really hard. Wow. Like that movie I saw at the cinema about this. That's not usual. I can't remember what it was called. (laughs) I mean, I know (laughs) they had to cold snap. How's it happening? Is it radiating from one spot, forming around, or is it just universal at the same time? It seems to be universal everywhere. Now, depending on where they're at, like the southern hemisphere was already getting snow. Outrageous. Because it's winter there, and they're just getting a lot of snow now. You know, he gets like this sometimes. He just gets in these moods, and he thinks everybody wants to be... (laughs) Everybody wants to be cool. That's just the way it is. (laughs) So I apologize for everyone on behalf of this turkey over here. Turn it off. (laughs) As the kids say. I'm stuck in funky Frank mode. Yeah, you talk in 70s jive. I'm I'm talking like 90s slang. Jeez. 23 skidoo, gang. Let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Deeper. This idiot over here is, uh, you know, turn it off. Who are you hooking the thumb at? You. Uh Uh-huh. Minor beam. What? Perhaps I need to whip up some calming elixirs for the parents. Guys, guys. I'm just trying to get him to stop the snowstorm. (laughs) Golly, maybe I come from a simpler time, but when a teammate says that he didn't do it, well, golly, I believe him. She rolls her eyes. (laughs) A young scientist comes into the room as you're discussing this and grabs the other doctor, the scientist that was talking to you, and takes him over to the corner, and you hear mumbling and discussions, and astonishment appears on the eyes of the other scientist. And he comes walking back over. Well, I think we might have what's going on. It's not a meteorological issue. That's Dr. Fillmore, and he's an astrophysicist. What he thinks is happening is that the Earth is being pulled away from the sun. Wow. That's patently ludicrous. Where's Superman? Yes. Superman, where are you now when everything's gone wrong somehow? I don't know how that would be possible, but he thinks the Earth is slowly being pulled away from its trajectory around the sun. Hmm. Okay, this sounds like a problem. In any particular direction? Away, away from, from the sun? sun? <laughs> Which would be what since we go around the sun? <laughs> I point that way. That way. <laughs> 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 
our jet with the cool force field, is it capable of escaping Earth's gravity and heading out into space? <laughs> it Not is now. if somebody wants to put that. I'll do it. I haven't used mine yet. Space flight is a uh, quality you can put on it. Okay. With the so wait, force field, I would assume those would work together. So, yes. So, our jet has artificial intelligence, right? It has with autopilot. It's a badass jet. And it's attached to the AI of the headquarters, right? Correct. And it has yeah. a force field? Or shield plus two, yes. Shield. I think you said shield, right? Force field, whatever. Same idea. Same thing. Yeah. No weapons. Or and now it can go to outer space? Yes, it's to get you there. It's got no weapons on it. That's fine. I am a weapon. And the last thing was it has a personality? Links up to the home AI. Yeah. So the autopilot Check is with separate. astronomy. See if they're seeing anything out and about. Minutes Good idea, permafrost. Astronomy That's lab. Up one floor. Tearing <laughs> run, 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 run. To the elevator. <laughs> out of order. There's no time. Stairwell right by. I can summon the demon who knows about astrology, geometry, and the other arts. Okay. Ifron. Sounds good. I, I imagine that Nikki's got the Necronomicon. <laughs> no, but I, was, I wanted to look up Calm real deep names rather than try and make them up, and I came up with demon names, and apparently it's this big old list of names complete with supposedly what they're known for. <laughs> I've seen that list. It's just funny in my life. I think it's brilliant. So I'm working off of a real list, and I'm trying to figure out how I can make it work for me. This would have been so much trouble in the 80s. <laughs> And you gotta love a demon named Bifrons, right? It's like Jello Bifrons. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how we should play him. So, are you summoning that demon? Hey, you! <laughs> <laughs> too drunk, too drunk. Tell you. <laughs> so, I'm keeping it. Your contact in John Gaffney is available. Okay. So, what are you guys it's doing? I'm following Permafrost to the astronomy lab. Racing upstairs. Sounds like a great idea. Okay, and you see another chaotic room, scientists standing around, some watching TV monitor, seeing the reports coming in of everything that's going on, the snow. Several airplanes have dropped, not yours, of course, but in other areas, and just the chaos. Can't be everywhere at once. <laughs> that's true, though that should be killing Eric. It, yeah, she's uh, very, very distraught right now, watching mm. those planes fall. And a female scientist looks up. Uh, can we yeah, help you? Scientist. Incredible. Gal, sure, I've worked hard all these years. You <laughs> <laughs> see the man in charge. So, one hero point to you, sir. <laughs> I had to be stumped there for a second. I was going, what? Then I figured it out. Just a simple Connecticut lad from 1943. I'm debating if he's a chain smoker, too. I'm not sure yet. Oh, I think he should be. Well, keeping speeches while keeping a dog end cupped in one hand. Well, you know, most of these founding fathers, remember these founding fathers were tobacco. George Washington was a tobacco farmer in Virginia. Mouth, like in the Hands straight up smoking. Lucky strikes, unfiltered. Oh, lucky strikes, oh, Spirit of George Washington <laughs> smiling over my shoulder while I do it. Japanese cigarette. Where do you keep them stored in your outfit? And these little pouches along my belt. What do you think I use them for? Oh, silly old me. Okay, fine. And a Zippo. You got to use a Zippo lighter. Can they still make Eddie Lucky Page Zippo, yeah. Really? I did not oh, know. Yeah. That. My brother smoked them when he did World War II reenactment. That's all I know. Oh, no. I mean, I, I know they had them around. I didn't know they still had them around now. Oh, yeah. 
Well, hell yeah. They're, All those people terrible. would rather fight than switch. <laughs> so, well, so, so, fully are, so free and easy on the draw. Extra actives for almost. Just like permafrost. <laughs> and as you guys banter and <laughs> discuss, you see the TVs <laughs> in the room flicker and flash. They go staticky, and then oh. they come right back on, and you see a figure of a man John on there. Are- he says... Revenge, they say, is a dish best served cold. And I have ensured that my revenge will be very cold indeed. Golly, even in my time, that's oh. cold. <laughs> oh, don't think that extinction is my goal. Doubtless some of you will survive. Safe and controlled climates, deep beneath the frozen surface, generations eking out a squalid existence under artificial light, locked away from the bitter, bitter cold. In fact, I'm counting on it. How else will there be any to remember that it was I who exacted this revenge? I who had the last laugh. Bundle up. Really outer limits. And the TV monitor flashes again and goes back to the news reports. Someone trace that signal. Anybody recognize him? Very good question. Yes, you do. That is Dr. Noll, the mad scientist. Noll? N-U-L-L. No. Oh, okay. There's really nothing to him. Oh, uh, oh he's just a big zero. <laughs> oh my. Arch villain. I thought he was locked away. Apparently he's escaped. Again. In Arch villain high security prison land. <laughs> what are we gonna do, guys? Do we trace him or do we try and stop this snow? I'm willing to bet that we find him. We'll find the source of all this snow. Gonna go get me some cold Can one of you eggheads do some sciencey stuff and trace that signal? Get the woman to do it. Oof. You know, guys, I don't know that that's the right way to go about talking to ladies. <laughs> I, I'm... I didn't know. That was me, not my character, saying that. Oh, that's better. And you hear one of the scientists in the corner, we're on it. Good job, man. <laughs> and <laughs> ladies. <laughs> and, and lady. I just like watching Josh's character stumble through the... Uh, <laughs> Not a bad guy. No, you're you know. playing him perfectly. I think it's funny. I'm glad I know. He just be there. There's a fine line anybody. between charmingly naive and just being a jerk. Yeah. Surprised Clarissa hasn't come over to explain it all to you. <laughs> She's too busy browbeating you. I really don't want to go down this path, but is Clarissa black? Yes, she is. Okay. If he I'll starts going into that territory, she'll deal I'll... with him. As it stands right now, I don't picture her as being so uptight as, like, Halima a... would have been all over it. But with her, she's kind of watching him. He's a Roosevelt liberal, so he's Well, pretty... it's not just that. It's also the fact is that she sees him do all these really cool stuff. So every once in a while, it's nice to see him screw up. People are doing real well for themselves. Glad to see you. Finally got over that hump. Are you, are you talking to her? Or are you talking? No, to I'm just saying he's probably said it at some point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an East Coast liberal. He's pretty Roosevelt socialist. He's pretty loose on that kind of thing. But yeah. he listened to Amos and Andy when he was. <laughs> Everyone listened to Amos and Andy. <laughs> then we laughed and laughed. They shut down the movie theaters when it came on. Man, everyone listened. Hey, Chris? Yes? I'm afraid I need just a little bit of clarity with my demon summoning. Sure. I can only call four or four per game. Or no, no, four at a time. Four, four at a time. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. 
Ah, oh my goodness. Oh my. Oh my. That's the way oh. I understood it. Okay, I like that. Thank you. Because I got a big ass list. Yes. Of course, it could get chaotic and weird, but. <laughs> okay. The scientists seem to be trying to pinpoint. I'm not touching anything. Those <laughs> <laughs> uses what? Vacuum tubes? Or? No, probably doesn't, does it? Alien's frantically searching through his lists. Well, who knows anything about this Dr. Null character? You guys do. You have him in your criminal mind database. Oh, well, let's look him up and double check. Is it Wiki Villain or something? <laughs> <laughs> the Wiki Villain the, database. The Wikipedia.com. There you go. <laughs> in a now famous Senate testimony, a respected prosecutor once branded Dr. Knoll the most dangerous man alive. In a world that is home to superhumans capable of lifting mountains and melting tanks with beams from their eyes, it's no small tribute, especially considering that Dr. Knoll himself has no superhuman powers. His danger stems entirely from his scientific genius, a genius that has proven capable of devising inventions for in advance of the modern science and schemes that threaten the very world. Dr. Knoll is also undeniably mad. His is a grand, all-encompassing madness, a madness that harbors deep bitterness towards the world and yearns for his genius to be recognized. He wears a white double-breasted lab smock buttoned up one side and dark pants. He wears a black skull cap with a widow's peak concealing his hair. His face is narrow and sunken, his eyes dark and menacing, and his nose is twisted. I had a dime for every mad scientist I've had the punch. His nose is as twisted as his psyche. <laughs> That's how you can tell. These chiseled square jaw good looks. Where was he last known? What was his last known location? He was in prison in China. When did he escape? He's alive. According to the broadcast, he got down he is. through the tunnels that the old masters had left behind and popped up <laughs> all over the our part Undoubtedly, of the that was it. Dude, there's a demon that's the master of ceremonies. Can you believe it? MC Demon? Vertelet or Vertelet. <laughs> master MC of Vertelet. Vertelet. <laughs> I love it. So about a half an hour it goes by. Play him, Josh. Oh. Gaggle sunglasses. About a half an hour goes by, and this pimply young scientist looks up from his monitor. Got him. Got him. That was great. Where is he? Where? There? He is on a small island in the South Pacific. Uh, and they sing there. There's nothing like a day. They can't get any... <laughs> they can give you the South coordinates Pacific, the oh, that's. I remember there's some bad stuff going on in the South Pacific back in my time. They can't pinpoint it any closer than that? They can give you the island. Oh, that would help. The coordinates the, to the island. Yes, the exact... Into, into, into the jet, yeah. everybody. Yes. Into the jet. <laughs> Jarvis, get us to the island. Upload it into the computer thingy. Don't even have to do that. We Where just on the island, they can't pinpoint so, that down. So how big can the island be? I know, right? I've got a demon that's head of the secret police. Some people would say Australia's a pretty big know island. Everything. Are you just making this list up as you go? Dude, I am so not. I'm <laughs> telling you, I am blown away by this list that I found. <laughs> But it's hard to read because there's so many. Nurgle is the second order demon and commands the secret police. Do you want to copy of I do want a copy of that. Yes. Do you, want, do you want this? Okay, I'm not making it up, but I will email it to you. Do you want it through Skype Nurgle's or through Gmail? Babylonian death god. I would prefer it through email. Okay, let me do that right now. You're the best, Nikki. No, no, you are. <laughs> I think we might stop it here. Oh. oh it is 9 o'clock, my time.
Pat, you still awake? Still awake. <laughs> well, I gotta... oh, no, we need to stop. That's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna be. My wife's, getting wife's taking me out, so I'm. <laughs> oh no, I'm more than willing to go on, but I know that we usually stop about this time, so we can stop here. That gives me stuff to use next week. I am intrigued by the system. I have to say, it's blowing much faster than I thought. It- well, only other PDQ I've played was S7S. Well, I don't know if I was true to the system. I think so. I thought I was pretty true to yeah, it. it I, you don't have to split up your dice pool like you do. In yeah, that makes it a lot faster when you're not yeah. having to go, uh, one defend, two attack. Yeah. Which I like. I mean, don't get me wrong. But to me, this is more, uh, it's not like a hand-to-hand, like more swashbucklers is more fighting hand-to-hand rounds type thing. Yeah. And this has some of that. I just didn't have any of it tonight. Hmm. Hey, I got to climb out on the top of a plane, and I am happy. <laughs> and you carried it. You helped carry it down to the ground. I know. <laughs> Anytime I got a character doing something thousands of feet above the air, <laughs> I am happy with that game. Happy, and you got to give a rousing speech. <laughs> That's right. also a plus. I hope it wasn't too bad. Firefox oh, saved small children, right. even though she couldn't save the car. When you told me that the Earth was being drawn away from the sun, I'm like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Not a bank robbery <laughs> or a hospital. The Earth is being pulled away from the well, sun. I wanted, I wanted some of those smaller events. That's what the beginning part was. I know. <laughs> that creates a sense of urgency, and I wanted to split the party up and... That was very good. Move back and forth. So that's you, you and I, I like are, my... uh, are apparently among the few and the proud who actually enjoy splitting the party up. I was listening to some Game Master podcast. That was like the number one thing we as Game Masters hate is when the party's split up. And I'm thinking, why? It's fine when I'm not playing D&D. I've come to realize. Well, most yeah. things are. And I'm okay with D&D, but the finality, the party should never be split for the final. Oh, I don't know. It depends on what the final uh, is. It, you're right. It well, depends. Bunch of different fights I mean, in one how area. Really, right. How boring Return of the Jedi would have been if everyone was all together. I would have wanted to be that GM, though. <laughs> oh, I would. All right, he's that's splitting that's, the same right. Good, all right, we're going to cut. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, that's a good point. What are you doing? Oh, I would, that would be a kick ass. I, I, you know what? I changed my mind. You're right. That actually would be really awesome. Where <laughs> looms over you with his hand sparking. And okay, down yeah, the end door. No! <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. All right, Judy, Forget it. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right, cut. You're right. That is awesome, actually. Well, if you have any pointers, feel free to email them to me because they're so good. Man. Being a D and D GM, I mean, D and D is so, in my opinion, so different. I'm sorry. No, no. I, I just think I, it's I'm all all fun. And I know you're not. And D and D is very. I don't know how to put it. I like the way I run D and D, and I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that to be like. I'm not saying that to be snide or anything. He is a font of modesty. Oh my goodness! I'm not saying that to be snide. I'm just meaning I, I run it. I tend to run it more like this kind of thing. And see, I tend to run it more traditionally. Yeah. But I'm trying to be more free flowing, ad lib. You know, yeah, go I, with the I, flow. I don't use minis, and I don't. I really try and get as cinematic as I can. So you play D and D with the mutants and mastermind system. Last time I've played it, I've played like the old uh, Red Box and Rule Cyclopedia, which is so light that I'm like, all right, you want to jump off the table and bounce off the wall to attack New York? Sure, minus two to hit. And yeah, see now that makes that I could get behind. Yeah, it's all the that's, crap that's gone on in the last fifteen years or so that it's just oh my god. Yeah, I, I play the older games where it's a lot more free flow like that. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I think the best edition might be first or second. 
I'm I'm a big fan of the Rule Cyclopedia and then the Castle and Crusade mutation, mm. which Gary Gygax would agree with me on that because that's what he was doing. Yep. in his final years, his Castle and Crusades. I'm with you. It's stripped down to its juicy good essentials. <laughs> Okay, so next week, more superhero goodness. Yeah, I had fun tonight. Yeah, it was awesome. I've been looking forward to it all week. Yeah, very much. Thank you, Chris. I apologize for us taking so long to get our damn characters. uh, No, 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 don't. It made my job so much easier tonight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I got to take off. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Nighty night. Yeah, I'm signing off too, guys. Good night. Good night, Pat. Good night, Pat. Have a good couple hours sleep. Thanks. See y'all next week. See you on Twitter or next week. Bye-bye. Same bat channel, same bat time. Enough said.